I drink your milkshake. You are listening to the Billionaire Podcast Network. First billionaire podcaster Dalton Pruitt coming at you from the Billionaire Podcast Network, ching ming 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 filler up studios, and I got to record this because uh, we we uh, forgot to let our guest do plugs during the show this week. Cause I got to plug, I got to plug his stuff. You know, I you know it's a little quid pro quo, quid pro quo over here uh and do when you do podcasting uh this week we had a good friend of mine on we had a fun episode with scott lizard abrams and he's from the podcast history homos now these guys they're too close to the truth uh for all the uh the platforms youtube and all that forget forget what you think you know about content because the history homos exist over on rockfin that's r-o-k-f-i-n they're over at rockfin.com slash history homos once again that's r-o-k-f-i-n dot c-o-m forward slash history homos rockfin.com slash history homos hosted by scott who's our guest this week, Scott Lizard Abrams. And then his co-host is a, is a British, uh, an English guy or some would be uh, from, from across the pond. Uh, moment is an airplane in the sky. Uh, his co-host is William. They're good dudes. It's a really fun show. I've been on the show uh, many times. So it's, it's, it's worth checking out. Worth the price of admission. That's Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N, rockfin.com. Slash history homos. Okay, thank you, and please enjoy the show. Welcome to Cone Fed with Dalton Pruitt. This is the I think this is the the last show of Black History Month. That's right. Um, yeah. See the banner. Yeah, I, that that was what made me think of it. Sal's got the. Uh, we still got time, boys. The, Cos- the Cosby Show <laughs> intro background. Uh, <laughs> 
is Cole Fed. Uh, I'm joined by my uh, my co-host, both co-hosts this week. It's a good week. Uh, Kevin and Sal are here. What's going on, boys? Ching, boys. What up, blood? Oh, yeah, Fill the net. Up. The network, yes, Cornfed corn only on the Billionaire Podcast Network. Ching, bing, 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 did he fill her up? Uh, <laughs> we have a great. We have a laugh for me. It, it's it, it's something I've committed to, and sometimes I feel really stupid doing it. No, think, just know that it's appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I really just want to get through that because I feel so stupid doing it. But I got to do it every time now <laughs> until we. I guess until we get like actual uh, station tags, you know, until we have some uh, production behind this. Um, but yeah, we're still trying to get the exact, Patreon where uh, the paper is soundboard. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it's soundboard. I, I can recommend a soundboard to you guys. Uh, Soundpad on Steam works excellent. And I have all of my uh, uh, Jonathan Frakes um, uh, saying based uh sound drops and stuff like that ready to go at any moment the, the mm-hmm. shotgun sound you know yeah speaking of speaking of based we're joined by uh scott oh. from history homos thank you for having me gentlemen it's an honor to be amongst you yes what is your official moniker is just scott abrams that's my real name but yeah scott lizard abrams it the um the nickname predates the podcast and predates me being online extremely online uh but yeah so it's just stuck so well, you're you're into history very much so yeah yeah what did you I, think of hamilton i haven't seen it <laughs> Fuck. god pretty, damn it it's pretty I'm straight <laughs> uh yeah i've done i've done history homos a, bu- a bunch of times i always have a good time with you boys great episodes with you on it dalton yeah. Also, you were there when we first started, which is like four years ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was back when when times were uh, were good for me, <laughs> bad for everyone else. It was during the pandemic, but yeah, was- we kind of caught you on the upswing there, and then and then we caught you also on the yeah, yeah. second upswing. Yeah, this is the yeah this is the redemption it's art. The- Everybody loves a redemption, you know. Like we we it, we we're seeing it with Shane Gillis now. Right. Then, well, I was. I said. I well, last time you were on the show, I think um, I called you the uh, the prodigal son of comedy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the true prodigal son of comedy. Well, like, you've returned. Yeah, because like the thing is, like Shane was always going to be successful. Like that was. Yeah, let's dive into this. Yeah, this the the, the fertile grounds. The Saturday Night Live <laughs> thing that happened in 2019 when he got fired was for him like such a minor setback anyway because yeah he like it didn't seem Seemingly, like he, yes yeah it, it didn't seem like that was even a job he was trying to get it was just like oh cool this is like something they offered me i uh was following him very closely at the time um i was a bit of a fanboy at the time because it was before i i i like many other things that i've been interested in, in my life i liked it before it was cool mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i was also i commented on his firing from snl on my old podcast and i was and at the time i was i was a shit podcaster as well and i did a could you believe these uh these cancel culture you know it was it was literally what 2019 so it was kind of the thing to say yeah we were we were in the throes of it we were in the in the deep of the culture wars the great culture wars (laughs) lines were being drawn but um yeah no and um i but it's his hence 
I've come to the the belief, and I've uh, said it many, many times. But yeah, he is a. You could use several words here. I like to use "fed" because it's funny, but also just industry plant and or you as you said op, which is a great way to put it too. But <laughs> I didn't think op. of that one. <laughs> He's an op. I don't. I don't know. It is funny to say that Shane Gill. Let's just keep saying yeah. he's an op. Yeah. Uh, whether, but I don't know if he knows that he's an op, or maybe he suspects it. Great. It's an op. You know, like a like a controlled like opposition. A psyop. Like a psyop. Yeah. Like the he's being like, like a side bitch. No, no, a psyop. P S Y dash O P psyop. Psychological operation. Psychological operation. It's a military tactic. Um, right. they, the in, like Manchurian candidate. Yes, very similar. Yeah, he Fuck doesn't yeah. like a Manchurian candidate. He doesn't know it's happening either. Yeah. Oh, nice. He gets a, he yeah. gets a phone call and they're just like, it's just a voice on the other line that's like, that's gay. And he goes, that is gay. Yeah. <laughs> or or in, for instance <laughs> that's a pretty good impression but uh, uh the, the for instance yesterday everyone he knows got a text from his agents to say post a pic of you and shane and you might get something out of it and everyone like seals did so except one extremely based brooklyn-based comedian Mike Racine shouts out Mike Racine. <laughs> Racine docks them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, wasn't it's, real. It's yeah. I it wasn't real. I called the number. It was disconnected. So <laughs> I had to know. I had to know. Um, it's still based though. It yeah. It was very based. Very red pilled. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> very Lindy. Whatever these words mean. Oh, yeah, that guy. I forgot about that. Yeah, guy. Lindy that guy rules. It, yeah. I was I've been laughing about that like all those guys all these like return to tradition guys uh complain about like the state of the world and how things are changing and people need to like return to the way things once were but then they, but then they say like the goofiest shit of all time where they're like I'm a red pilled uh conservative celled tradition yeah. tradition maxing Lindy I'm schizo I'm schizo maxing yeah. red pilled <laughs> Yeah, they still have co-opted like 4chan language to well, get those, that's that's it's those guys and myself included by the way, grown up. I was on 4chan in like 2005, 6 and uh yeah, I'm 33 years old now, married, own a house. Um <laughs> and I say things like schizo pilled, xing, <laughs> red yeah. pilled. Did you ever sharpie in the pooper? <laughs> I've never put sharpie in pooper, but I have put shoe on head. Shoe on head. <laughs> yes. Or keyboard on head also is a, is a good one. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, the Shane, the Shane thing was funny. Like the amount of people that were just hopping. Did you watch it? I didn't, I, I didn't watch, didn't watch it. Yeah. It was like, watch the monologue. it was interesting to watch because like, good? the mall, the mall kind of bombed. He didn't really bomb. He didn't bomb. He did he, fine. He, he was kept saying that he was bombing. He was obviously nervous. He was very nervous. Well, it's like it's like when you're not getting the reaction you want, and you say, "All right, well, this isn't going well." So then other people are going to say, "Well, he bombed because he addressed that he was, but but he wasn't bombing." He did. He didn't bomb. It like it for a show like that. For a show as polished as that, it was like it was it was a you know a chunk of stand up comedy. It was a set that was like definitely kind of rough around the edges. I wouldn't call it a bomb, but he. 
it was definitely more raw than what would normally be on that show. He was obviously nervous and I think there was a lot. And also I think like going into it, there was just a lot of, there's so much, it's so weird. There's so much being pinned on him. Like he's being Mm. lauded as this like great white hope for all the, all those guys back in 2019 who were anti-woke edgy. Yeah. Base. It's hyper real though. I don't know that his he's really got the support that um they they're kind of juicing him up as. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? don't think he was ever that kind of guy. I don't like he never has come across to me like an like a any as someone who ever even wanted to take a side in the culture war or was like even edgy necessarily. He always just come like to me he just seems like a like a guy who is a competent stand up comedian. He's like good at comedy. But he never he's never come across as like an edgelord or fighting for free speech or any of that kind of shit. That goofy or Dalton. He was sheep dipped <laughs> after he attempted he went to West Point. They pulled him aside like Timothy McVeigh and they said, Listen, you want to be a Santa comedian, we'd like to accomplish that for you. And eventually, possibly you may be the president of the United States, God willing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Satan willing, as it were, is what the people in the Pentagon be saying. But yeah. um uh, they, and then they pull him aside and they say, okay, listen, what you're going to do is you're going to go down to a shittier school. You're going to spend some time abroad doing some CIA shit on, in Spain. Uh, <laughs> then you're going to come back. You're going to enter comedy and you're going to get really popular really fast. A guy named Peter Thiel is going to buy a bunch of extra <laughs> Patreon um, subscriptions with fake people, like AI generated people and names that are all like references from the show and stuff. So it's like really easy to be like, Oh wow. It really is just a real guy giving him money, but no, it's actually a hedge fund of, <laughs> of de-radicalization agents. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't no, doubt Scott, it. Scott, I think. What? Scott, I, I think this fucking anti-woke Shane Gillis fucking leader of the community fucking Great white hope that's going to lead us into the race war is what he's going to do here. I think he's going to lead <laughs> that's what I think. Lead the charge in the race war. Close, yes. I think. Close. Yeah. I think it's going to it's going to avert the race war because you're going to go. Hey, look at the pre- new president. He's this. He he's just like me. He had hopes of having a you know against all odds. He went from being. I don't really think this is going to happen. By the way, we're having fun. Yeah, but I have to say this sometimes. <laughs> I've, to be sure. I've, I've interacted with him a couple times, and he just seems like <laughs> he just seems like a guy. Like he doesn't. He, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, he just comes across like a guy, and I think like it was just like this weird confluence of like circumstances. Like a lot of weird yeah. shit came like intersected at a, at a time. Where he became this like, uh, like nexus of, I don't culture. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, it, and it doesn't make any sense. Like to, watching him on that show, that was like my biggest takeaway. Is like, this is absurd. It's it's absurd. Like the the myth, the monolith that this man has become, because yeah. clearly this is a guy who just wanted to follow his dreams. Of being yeah. stand-up comedian, and now he has to like bear the weight of like the the gayest shit of all time, which really? is these like his fa- his fans are obnoxious, and Ugh. the people that hate him are obnoxious, and it's like, and he's just at the in the crosshairs of the most like annoying moment in culture right now. Truly, 
Truly. Yeah, no, um, I was going to say, uh, it makes perfect sense when you think about the fact that like all um, pop culture has sort of been like directed by the CIA going back to like the 50s and 60s, honestly. Um, like Andy Warhol, CIA, was friends with the Shah of Iran. Um, what else we got here? Um, oh, um, what is happening to my co-hosts? Why are they? Yeah, going I was gonna there? say. I feel like I did I bore them into. Leaving? I don't. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but yeah, keep going. <laughs> I guess we're not gonna stop now. But um, yeah, and what's it called? Punk rock, uh, very much like all CIA stuff. Uh, Malcolm uh, Gladwell, uh, the um, no, Malcolm McLaren, Malcolm, the the one who took care of the the Sex Pistols. Malcolm, not Malcolm Gladwell, Malcolm McLaren. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's a CIA spook, MI6 spook. Um, you know, uh, there's all kinds of crisscross. Oh, Henry Rollins is, um, Henry Rollins, dad is some like fucking, uh, CIA XOSS guy. Um, and, uh, oh, it looks like he's back. Good. Okay. They're back. Um, uh, Ian Mackay, Ian Mackay. Oh, from Fugazi. Yeah. His dad was in the fucking JFK, um, what do you call it? The the car. Uh, oh, the motorcade. The motorcade. He was in the motorcade for fuck's sake. Um, all these people are really, really well connected to the CIA, and I have every reason to believe that the hippie movement, punk, um, sort of you know that after that after spurt of punk, hardcore and stuff, and uh, I assume probably fucking uh, grunge too. All- all of it is driven by like people's nephews from people who are in the CIA and stuff like that. And I don't know why are we, why should we believe that they just stopped doing that all of a sudden? No. Yeah. I, I think culture probably is being, you know, manipulated in some way by forces uh, that with which we are not aware. Um, But you know, what are you, what are you going to do? Oh, enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, just enjoy, I guess just enjoy watching it all fall. Also, apart. just like let your brain fall apart by like connecting all these things together and just going completely crazy. Yeah, just just go full schizo. I mean, I'm schizo maxing. <laughs> I already did. I already schizo max, and I burned out, and I'm I'm yeah. back at it now. Um, I'm an aspirational schizo maxer. <laughs> yeah, especially like the the like porn the alleyways and avenues and boulevards of the internet that i exist on now like the people that i'm uh rubbing elbows with now is like i'm i've been uh online just in some weird place i don't know he keeps dipping in and out i just dipped in and out what the fuck i don't i don't know what happened but i because i recently had on some lady that like a bunch of a bunch of people on the internet hate and who the femoid yes queen latifah no this lady femoid who's been she was on that whatever podcast and okay uh, she's she's like some inflammatory like trad cath right wing sex worker right hate sex work i don't know i had a conversation with she trans no she pretends to be for only fans um yeah but the conversation i had with her and like following her on twitter I feel like I am going crazy interacting with people like that. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't have like a normal circle of uh friends anymore. 
everyone I know is, you know, like just like completely brain rotted from the internet. It's nice. Dude, join Telegram and watch it happen. Watch it. I know, like, and by the way, these are some of the most wonderful people in the world you can interact with, but nukes are fake. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the like the vaccine mass die offs are nigh. Um, and god damn you if you say anything other than that, by the way. Uh, you know, flat earth, all that stuff. And it's just like that's that's your starter. That's your starters, like to start with. And by the way, these people are wonderful. And some of the, I mean, like the way they present it sometimes, I'm like, who the hell knows anymore, man? Maybe the earth is flat. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I, I think I talked about this on you guys' show that like we're 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 in such like a, a desperate desolate time when yeah. ev- everybody is like so hyper exploited and there doesn't seem to be like a lot of um hope for anyone yeah. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be like any chance of upward mobility or like whatever the american dream used to be is gone unlikely yeah yeah so in in place of that in place of like be even being a like being able to work toward anything it's you know it works as a panacea to construct narratives as to why everything sucks to just you know to come up with these conspiracies because it provides like structure and some sort of like story type narrative that that offers like a reason for these things being the way they are when it's like honestly it might it's probably just like chaos and indifference it's probably just like shit happens and it just keeps happening. <laughs> is that a Newport? Is that a cigarette poster, mind you? It's a clock, but yes, it is. It's the original Newport's clock. Yeah, I used to be an everyday Newport's guy. I love it. Um, I no longer smoke. I haven't smoked in like 10 years, probably. Yeah, I quit uh, like four years ago. Nice. But I was also a menthols guy. I was Cool's menthol. Cools, yeah, that's a little too black. Although we called uh, ne- um, <laughs> we called the monkey mints Newport. Come on, dude. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's what we call them. Yo, can I get a monkey mint? Nice. Uh, we were wiggers, to be fair. Like that, we were totally wigged out. It's, like, yeah, that. it's fine. <laughs> you guys mind if I smoke the dabs? Knock yourself out. Dude. Sure, go for it. Um, but yeah, no, I was uh very entrenched in the you know sort of northeastern wigger culture um and yeah it's a rich culture yeah because you're a boston guy you're you're like a you were like a what is going on kevin yes what is what is happening why are we on speakerphone during the show kevin's wanting to come back he wants to know if you'll let him back yeah i mean how's he get in what do i have to do i don't know he just called me oh my god I thought I'd put him on speakerphone. It's like he's back in the podcast. <laughs> Almost. It's like three and a half people. God damn it, dude. I'm I, not good with technology. I, I try to maintain some semblance <laughs> of professionalism. Listen, I'm with you, dude. What are you, af- afraid dude. that the homo historians are going to think that we don't have a tight ship? The homo historians? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're a very loose ship. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's like we don't have any production. There's no production behind this. We got per- hey, it's a, it's you see a these bare, banners. It's a bare bones fucking skeleton crew <laughs> operation, and the, the all I'm trying to do, the least I try to do, is maintain a semblance of professionalism because the, we'll, we'll move this along into the the empire that I'm building it to be. Is if we if we at least act like we've fucking been here before, and we don't. 
It's all. It's always you know you're doing dabs. You're eating thin mints. Kevin. Kevin tried so I, hard. Kevin's not to eat these. How to do some podcast some weeks. He's he's always yeah. You got to take the kids to bed and. But that's the charm of the show. Not the charm of the show, Sal. I, I people like it. These are flaws that are not conducive <laughs> to broadcasting. They I gotta I gotta side Raymond. with Sal on this one. I have to side with Sal on this one. I'm sorry. I just feel that any sort of look behind the fourth wall is always appreciated by the listening audience. Hell yeah. Maybe. <sighs> yeah, dude. I mean, unless it becomes excessive, but it hasn't, so I'm okay. about to get out the thin mints and you'll see what excessive is. I, <laughs> dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow a fuse. Steam will blow out of my ears if I hear the foil on that sleeve of thin mints ruffling, <laughs> rustling. <laughs> if I if I hear those thin mints come out, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it. This some bitch hung I'm, up on me. I, I, you, I'm already I'm, I'm already on it with a hair trigger right now with these dabs. Finger on the trigger. Pointed right at you. Listen, um, listen. <laughs> how is so it? tell how me a little it? bit about fucking. All right, don't you go ahead. You do the interview. How... <laughs> interview. Please don't consider this an interview. Why it's would you want to interview, interview me? We're just, we're just having a good time. <laughs> yeah, no, I what's know. Your favorite. What'd you do for President's Day, bro? president's day um yeah, oh yeah was that last week uh yeah, yeah i had it off um prime oh i um we uh went to uh aldi nice aldi's nuts oh <laughs> okay so all right get, get the thin mints out bag baby <laughs> you've heard <laughs> we went to aldi and i bought a bunch of cheese Hell yeah. <laughs> Bunch of imported cheese from England. So good. Nice. Dude, I speaking love of, the cheese. Speaking of Aldi and Psyops, did you what did you think of that Tucker Carlson uh going shopping in in Russia? I didn't watch dude, I don't watch TV. I hear about these things and I so I'll get you I'll tell you what I know about it. I'll say that. Well he he went to a grocery store in Russia and he was like uh he was amazed yeah. at the, the yeah, yeah, it's all white. Yeah, he was that's a, what's amazing about it. That, yeah, but he was <laughs> he was like fascinated by the shopping cart system, and it, and it was the same. Oh, as oh Aldi, yes, that's right. I heard about this too. Yeah, he was like, yes. "Why are do you have to put coin into yeah. the cart?" <laughs> <laughs> he does have sort of a Joker affectation. Yes. <laughs> Dude, he wears a bow tie. He's yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's like he's the snarky Joker. Yeah, he's like, why my wife. Answer me this. Why do I have to put a quarter in the shopping cart? Riddle me this, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I swear I've seen him start an interview like that. He really does. Like he he has he does he does come across as like a really hokey supervillain. Do you see Vladimir <laughs> clowning on him about the his uh CIA stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah he is a spook. Oh, Speaking oh. of fucking culture driven by the CIA. Yeah, he, literally he went into that like he was a roast. Like he had writers. I, I have been losing my mind at the sort of like revisionist history and cultural acceptance that has been happening with Tucker Carlson. Cause I was like when Rupert Murdoch fired him, I was like truly hoping he would go away. I was like, please, Dude, just isn't that crazy? Please just go away. Now he's like the last American journalist. Man, yeah, now he's being lauded as this like 
champion of journalism and, and speak like free speech and freedom. I will say he's cleaned up the act. This guy, this guy spent decades at Fox News. Cleaned up the act. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's, he's got to clean. He's cleaned things up a little bit. It's not as hokey. Like he no, he's more cartoonish than ever because like he doesn't have he doesn't have the full force of news court behind him anymore he doesn't have yeah. like that stability yeah, he does like all alien shit now he's like why are aliens coming into the planet <laughs> yeah <laughs> why here and why now <laughs> like what is going on with nephilim what is going on oh yeah you have to say what is going on what is going on there's aliens videotaped by mexican teenagers in las vegas what is going on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking migrants bro yeah what it what, what, what what is it with santeria why do the bruja need all these chicken bones to do their <laughs> We're today. What on, is going on? Hey, on Tucker on X, we're we're interviewing Jose Gonzalez, a brujeria, a brujero from. <laughs> yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like he just has these like cartoonish figures now that he interviews to, you know, to just to like be provocative and stir. Yeah, up well, I mean, his... why not? I mean, what else is he doing? What else is fucking news it's entertainment you might oh, as well yeah. go for wwe style aliens content <laughs> yeah it is it, i mean yeah news has been entertainment for a long Just time shitting on people yeah because like actual news i mean actual like news is like, man it is like that norm mcdonald joke where it's like there used to be a, a like only a half hour of the news and you realize like and that, that was about all the news there was <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember that bit. That's yeah, about right. Yeah. They got it right with about a half hour, and yeah, and it's like now it is just entertainment. Now it is just like to get the people riled up and paying attention to it. And like I, because I remember like Fox News, their slogan used to be fair and balanced, and then yeah. a mm -hmm. few years ago they just got rid of that. Also, yeah. like, <laughs> we're done. Well, I mean, to be fair, fair they by being extremely boomer conservative, they are making the news in general fair and balanced because they have to overcompensate for the fact that every other news station is like cat lady driven con driven programming, you know. That's true. Liberal cat lady driven program. Like my mom is the key demographic for every other fucking news channel. That that's true. It is. Yeah. It's like a yin and yang. Like for every Rachel Maddow, there does need to be yeah. a Tucker. Dude, Rachel Maddow is Tucker Carlson. They're the yeah. same person. Are they ever been in the same room together? I don't think so. They they are <laughs> similar. Yeah, she's she's like the has Charlie Cox and Tucker Carlson been in the same room at the same time? Who? Charlie Cox, Daredevil, and Tucker Car and Tucker Carlson, the guy that plays Daredevil. No, the guy that uh, goes to colleges and pisses people off. Oh no, uh, Charlie Kirk, you mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah the guy with a gigantic head. You know he follows me on Twitter. Really, Charlie really? Kirk? Yeah, <laughs> isn't that weird? Yeah, the Kirks. The yeah. young Kirks. Oh yeah, with <laughs> Chunk Yogurt. Yeah, of course. I love dude. Chunk Yogurt's been kind of based lately. Honestly, he's been doing like some pretty good ads that making fun of Israel uh, lately. And I'm like, wow, Chunk Yogurt. What? Where do you come from? Oh yeah, yeah. Israel's been walling, <laughs> to say the least. Israel's been walling. Yeah, explain yourself. Yeah, Scott. Yeah, Scott, what's up? Yeah. What's going on? Don't don't come at me with that. Well, so what's y'all's endgame here? 
the my end game don't ask dude <laughs> i think i think the end game with israel is a, you know one state solution in which there is no yeah they're trying to um they're fucking literal uh literal demiurge worshiping fucking monsters um they are planning i assume they plan to evict every single last palestinian that they don't actually kill and make them go into Europe, basically. And by the way, as a displaced people, they're going to just be criminals, and we're all going to fucking hate them because when they're in our slums. Oh, yeah, we already hate them when they're living over there. When they're yeah. over here, it's going to be like... Yeah, but that's yeah. the three point. Times so we're never, we'll, we'll never... <laughs> that's the point. We'll never... It'll be impossible for them to get back over there because it'll be so annoying here. So <laughs> Yeah, I think the yeah. default... The default what what kevin israel israel does need their own safe space like an ethno state or something Shut like that it is an ethno state it is i mean it is an ethno it, it being it deserves that they need astro <laughs> too well why didn't they get why didn't they go get uh, i by the way i Can don't advocate this in any way i don't advocate this but why didn't they just get germany why israel i yeah, it, it, it's all based on like some weird like biblical prophecy shit where it's like we have to go, we have to go to the desert. We got to go back to the desert where yeah. the, the homeland is. <laughs> and, and it, it's actually well, yeah. Well, it's it's that they think that they're entitled to it. Basically, they think God is a is a real estate agent. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that would make sense that Jewish God would be in involved in like homeowner you know land yeah like insurance fraud building development that's what they call it an act of god yeah property <laughs> ownership god was uh, one of us. remember that one great tune great dude tune. yeah uh yeah the fucking tune mate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i i'm like i'm so ignorant like i didn't know anything about israel prior to any of this like popping off like you know, when I when I found out that Israel's only been around since like forty eight, I was like, "Wait, what? Really? <laughs> How about this? The fact that their their war that they fucking supposedly beat uh, all every single Arab country, all of the guns that they use, they literally illegally stole from America after World War Two. All of the guns that America had made for World they War Two, they bought from Nick Cage. No, they they stole straight up stole it." Um, this guy named for instance is literally hundreds and hundreds of these different uh, things that happen. But for instance, this guy named Hank Greenspun, who is like a newspaper publisher from Las Vegas, um, he literally stole. He went to Hawaii and he stole an entire uh, fucking uh, barge filled with uh, tank ammo, an entire barge of it, and then you know drove it to I don't know who knows where, and then they unloaded it and shipped it all to Israel. And they used that to bomb children in 1947 nice. and, you know, 1964 and stuff. And so anyway, hey, wait, Hank Greenspun got caught by the Americans um, and mm. uh, the it went to court or whatever. And the um, the uh, well, I don't I'm just going to sound anti-Semitic now, but the fucking Jewish judge uh, basically let went easy on him and gave him a suspended sentence. Now, I don't want to say the race of the judge. You know, yeah, but <laughs> he was a Jewish judge. Man, I'd like to ask you really a know your shit, man. I do, yeah. But Kevin, yes. Um, so there was a war. So they they won a war against who? And they got in trouble. But for mostly it. Egypt. 
mostly Egypt, mostly who was Egypt. like, oh, fuck yeah. you. We're not letting you take the land like that. Also, another thing is um, the that first, right after World War II, they a lot of the shit they too, stole. I don't, you don't mind. What's up? I want to follow up with it because I had a punchline for it. Oh, please, please. Egypt is the answer. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I said Egypt was the answer. It's like, so like when you find out the Jewish people win a fight, it's like, against who? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good point. Actually, toddlers? Yeah. I mean, honestly, yes, toddlers now, like literally toddlers. <laughs> most, yeah, most of their opponents, most of the ops, uh, to yeah, the ops, yeah, <laughs> that's right. They caught the toddlers lacking. Wait, yeah, most of, the, most of the most of Israel's ops is toddlers. It's just like <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta flank the day. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, did you army? Yeah, they kind of stink though. Who? Wait, they kind of really count right? on uh, they kind of count on America to come save their ass. Pretty. Yeah, much. the 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 IDF is like one of the most incompetent fighting forces on the planet. Yeah, they, they like wear diapers and shit. Yeah, it they they have this like really weird um ranking issue. Like they like all of their like major generals and generals and captains and shit are like between the ages of like nineteen and twenty five. Sick. So good, yeah, good so it'd be like yep. like a four star general will be like twenty two years old. That's some Game of Thrones shit right there. But yeah, but it's it's due to no other reason than they just like in <laughs> the, it's just artificial. Like they're artificially doing this. They're just like pushing people up the ranks, and so yeah. like all the leadership in the IDF is is like you know people who would just be like right out of college over here. Like they would be the dumbest fucking early 20s dickheads anybody they're in charge they're also the kind of people who will not ask questions about doing something really really fucked up yeah and, and they're constantly like blowing themselves up in while yeah they're fucking retarded honestly if you watch those videos of the um of the hamas guys they post where they have that little red triangle and it shows them like incredibly bravely by the way going up and like just like Putting one of those like packets of C4 on a tank and running away, yeah. uncut one cut in front of GoPro the whole time, and then turn around and watch it explode. And I'm like, damn, dude, these guys are fucking dude, the, incredibly dude. brave to the go up against that much. Pa the Palestinian resistance, like Hamas or who, whoever it is, like I don't know what's what anymore. I don't know who's Hamas yeah, and who's just put as many uh, layers of uh, of um, disavowal as you like between it. Yeah, but they they're, they're doing like maneuvers that you would only do in like Halo or Call of Duty. They're doing shit. That, there's yeah. no military on the planet, dude. Not since Genghis Khan, dude. Yeah, and they and it's working. Like they, you'll just see a guy just like and take a, a ghost, take a warhead, like a like a, just a, a an RPG, the actual grenade that goes into. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And just drop it into a tank, like run up. Yeah, I saw that video. That just was fucking sick. And they run away. And it's like, <laughs> yo, dude, there's that is not a strategy that any developed country's military can't would. mess with. Can't mess with results, though. Yeah, hey, look, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the sabermetrics of uh, war is like he gets on base. They got good KD rates. Yeah, he gets on. Hey, look, Hamas <laughs> gets on base. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, uh, yeah. The NYC.com has been crazy lately. Oh, the NYC.com? What is that? That's uh, where I go to watch all my gore. Okay. Oh, okay. Sick, 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 sick. Everyone's got, you know, everyone's got their gore sites. Yeah. Well, now it's just Twitter. It's on like. Telegram. 
yeah. Oh yeah, it's, oh, Alex, Alex, yeah, it's everywhere now. Dude, Elon Elon's Twitter is is dude, it's, it's like Gotham fucking city. It, <laughs> it's like Batman's been gone for a while. Dude, Elon's <laughs> Twitter really is Gotham City. It is so like he is in record time just completely fucked up that website. I've never actually when I got off Twitter when I got off Twitter now, I sign off like like just to be safe. Dude, yeah, because like it used to be like when Jack when Jack Dorsey was the CEO or like who, before Elon took over, whoever was running it, it, as gay as it was, it like the site worked. It was like it functioned and it was a way to develop a social media presence and share content and news and information and all that. And ever since Elon took over, it has it, like you know. It's we're through. It's through the looking glass because it's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I yearn for the days of Jeff Tiedrich. Like as as gay as Jeff Tiedrich was, he, he was so much better than like lo-fi Republican and <laughs> zero HP Lovecraft and, and end wokeness and all these accounts where they they truly are just like spewing the most. All like, of those guys are Jews, by the way. Probably yes. <laughs> <laughs> But they not get it. They, they, they no go on there life. every day and say the most like heinous shit that I've ever seen of like you know the, their political or economic opinions or whatever. And it, uh, you're gonna really hate my Telegram chat then. Yeah, I mean that that shit is like funny when it's ironic, but these people are like so sincere about it that I'm like, oh, they, these are just like actual fascists. These are, like Dude, I gotta check out your podcast. Yeah, history homos is good. Thank you. Please it's check gay it out. social studies. It's gay social studies. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's a fair assessment of what it is. But yeah, the like Elon's Twitter is just so fucking topsy turvy now because like I'll see some of the shit that these guys are like. Libs of TikTok is like a big one that has like she is all she is literally an Orthodox Jewish woman. Yeah, she, but she has like the full throated support of Elon. Oh, yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> and she she he just, wore the hat at Auschwitz, dude. Oh yeah, he wore he wore I the Elon wore a yarmulke at Auschwitz. Offensive. Yeah. But like she just spews like t- complete hatred and bile constantly. And by the way, it, based. At, very based, yeah. As a <laughs> grift, it's it her whole shit's also what really infuriates me about her. It's lazy. It's always just been lazy because it's just her reposting shit that people have already shared and being like get a load of this shit it's a grift and it's de-radicalization because the other thing is like if people are getting excited about owning the libs then they're not getting pissed off enough into overthrowing the entire system tears (laughs) yeah i know that's a that's what gets me what what are we filling the tears with yeah you know yeah the liberal tears Mm. um and what what vessel are we using to collect them? A mug. I think that's the preferred. A mug. They have to be like a coffee mug that is to, being sipped from like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with the, this with the fear grimace face. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you're Dude, uh, cringe like cringe talk or whatever. Uh, it's it's just the worst, man. Dude, yeah, they didn't do. You ever just watch cringe videos? Of course, yeah. I watch my own life's a cringe video, brother. <laughs> my my favorite my favorite are the ones where it's somebody making like a purposefully disgusting casserole. 
<laughs> have you seen the ones plating plating uh, my one year old's food? I you know, can't. I tried to watch that. It's that was, dis- that was disgusting. <laughs> Man, and you know what? Size doesn't matter, but she, he, her whole aura, her whole persona is just exhausted and disgusting. The one that really upset me was that fat bitch, that Midwestern chick, making that tater tot skillet. Like people were oh, sounds, like, sounds delicious. I mean, it's white yeah. trash. Hey, Earl, we got any tater tot skillets? I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it went viral like a couple months ago because it was this like fat bitch who was real sassy, who was like, this is how you make it, you know, an economical meal for your husband and kids. And it was just like, you know, one of those classic Midwest slop meals where oh, yeah. she just, uh, just shit in a skillet. Hey, dude, at least it's not made in the kitchen sink like that one. Yeah, I, dude, I'm going to fucking kill that guy. Dude, <laughs> I, I have a vendetta against that motherfucker. I hate him. I dude, he looks like he could be related to you, bro. Dude, I get viscerally fucking angry when I see that. <laughs> I fucking despise that guy. <laughs> There's only room for one of us on the internet, pal. He'll, he'll, he won't even do shit that makes sense. He'll like boil like ground beef in water. Like it's, it, 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 I think I see the thing you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it bothers me more than like Goatsy, than Tub Girl, than any of the. None of those. Those get me hard. Yeah, those get those get my hard. This motherfucker, he deserves the fucking Oof. death penalty. The fullest yeah. law. <laughs> The they can't shit. find him though. That's the thing. That's why he's in all these hotel needs rooms. To and fucking shit. come after this dude. I hate that motherfucker so goddamn much. What he's doing is is a crime against humanity. I can't. <laughs> I fucking hate that. That is terrible. I don't. And, and I don't even hate watch his videos. It, like I despise him so much. The second that comes across my feed, I have to scroll past it because I I don't even want to like give it the time of day. I don't even want to. Guys, ever get into um, Steve nineteen eighty nine MRE info? No, was that Sam? Oh, dude, that guy rocks. Is it um, just eating old MREs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's this like extremely autistic no guy, way. and he goes like he has the same verbal tics every episode. Where he goes, "Nice, okay, let's get it out onto a tray," and then uh, he eats all this. <laughs> he eats like this fucking. Eight, he literally ate food from the Civil War, dude. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can we watch this? No. Pull right? it up. Pull it up. No, Patreon, we can't. Patreon. We can't right now because the channel. Um, also, oh, okay. Uh, let's keep. You know, we have a flow going. Let's not interrupt it with okay. MRE. We're not for, gonna... for those listening right now. Go check out Steve nineteen eighty nine MRE info. Did, did you? Yeah, see, I'm gonna check it out. Did you see that one guy? There was like some fat dude. His name was like Waffler or something, and he okay. died. I think eating weird shit might have killed him. Because... The Wonder Waffle. Call of Duty zombies? No, it was this. It was this like fat, jovial, just like happy dude. But he would find like old foods or shit that's been expired forever, like weird, quirky shit. That's um, yeah. I feel like it, well, again, that Steve Steve MRE info guy. He ate a ate an MRE recent, like literally, it was 2019, and he ate a 2018. MRE from China and got deathly ill. <laughs> yeah, and dude. Goes, really? This is actually my second time doing this video. The last time I ate it, I got deathly dude, ill. I haven't military. been able to eat anything for two weeks. It's but yeah, here not. I am eating another it's, one. It's amazing for the video. The the links people will go to now to not have to have a day job because oh, they, he definitely has a day job. <laughs> a day, a day <laughs> job. All the old war rations. Having a day job now sucks so much. It's like, what if I ate? He lives in his mom's basement for sure. A hundred year old food. 
for content, just hoping that maybe this will help me escape the grind. We would all beg to be as popular as Steve 1989 AMRE Info. Yes, I would love to be as popular as any of these fucking people. I don't, I'm beyond this like uh, romantic idea of art and entertainment and integrity. It's like, I want money. I want money. And I will I will do whatever slop I have to do to get it. Cause I'll be fucking goddamn if I gotta sacrifice my years, my best years, to a, a multinational con, you know conglomerate getting paid peanuts, you know, day in, day out, eight hours a day, beating off at my computer because there's really not that much to do during the day. So I'm just, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting like, Can you do three, a Shane Gillis impression? I'm getting like three nuts in during a shift for sure. Um, nice. hey, why, dude, aren't we uh, do, why aren't we doing Nicocado Avocado on the Nick, show then? Yeah, let's just do mukbang. Like, let's do mukbangs. Let's mukbangs. do, yeah, let's do like political commentary, but even though we don't know what we're talking about, like Destiny. Um, let's do, dude, you know how stupid I am. I'll do it, dude. I'm so fucking stupid. You guys want to read each other's horoscopes? Uh yeah, we can do horoscopes. Let's get yeah, astrology. <laughs> we'll get into all the dumb shit. Like whatever we gotta do to I mean that was the thing is like earlier I, I got I pissed off Jake Flores on the internet. Yeah, what's up with him? Really? Uh, is he even watching? No. He he posts <laughs> Bro, no. watch the show, Jake. You'd love it. Jake, you would like it. Jake, open it front of the show, Jake Flores, open invite. <laughs> um he <laughs> He posted some like diatribe about the Shane Gil- Shane host. A diatribe from him? Never. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> and it was like this paragraph of like, I don't even know what the fuck he was trying to say. You're saying it was ponderous? Him? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even criticize any of the like content, what he was saying, like his message overall. I just commented, I just said, hey, you use too many words when you're trying to get your point across. <laughs> and this this friend of his, this like trans prostitute, like hopped in. <laughs> started, oh, she yeah. started posting like paragraphs about me because like she's somebody I've interacted with before. Like I guess she's been in something I've done, uh, like a space or something where we've talked. You guys have both been in the same person? We've both been yeah. inside the same person, which would be Jake Flores' girlfriend, because this trans <laughs> this trans whore fucks his girlfriend regularly, from what I understand. Oh my god. Very yeah. based. Very based. Based, very based. A girl cock, I'm told, base is heads. based. Yeah, girl cock is based. That's uh, not based. But yeah, she it's cringe. <laughs> Folks, let's throw it to the audience. Girl cock based or cringe? I think I'm gonna have to go cringe on this one, guys. Cringe on girl cock. He got cucked. He got cucked. Yeah, he's like a willing cuck. But she started posting these all these paragraphs about me, talking about how I'm like they use the word chud, which I don't know like what to them what they yeah, cannibal oh. cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. So I'm you're like, basically yeah. an acidic Jew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a chud. Yeah, it's like she's like you're a chud, and you're defending all the other chuds and telling Jake to That's be very anti-Semitic tranny. Yeah, to be, you're <laughs> telling Jake he needs to go beg the chuds for forgiveness. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Speak English. Talk normal. Um. Yeah. So then. I'm a chud. Yeah, because I'm a chud. I'm a. I'm, I'm a slow mo. Slow-mo. <laughs> 
Yeah. And and so um yeah, so it, like he so then he started talking they were both just like talking shit about me and just like saying shit that wasn't even true. It was like it was it's inconsequential shit, but they're like twisting what actually happened. Cause he he said something where he was like, Oh yeah, this guy tried to move into my apartment a bunch of times. And I was like, Hey man, I called you one time when I was like Yeah. <laughs> He's a he's girling it. I think they call that in the in the industry girling it. When you yeah. when a when, you know when a girl goes, ah, he like hit me out. He like trying to ask me out like ten times when it's like you asked her out once. Yeah, exactly. I was I was looking for an apartment and someone I'm friends with that was also friends with him gave me his number and said, hey, he's looking for a roommate. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Didn't know much about Jake at the time, so I just was like, all right, cool. And I called him and had a conversation with him, and it was like. The conversation we had, I was like, this sounds terrible. I'm just, I'll just never talk to this. I'm not going to pursue this. So we're like uh, making gay porn in the living it, room. So it was, if, it was if even you worse. have to come into the living room, please knock. It was twice. even worse than that because he was like, <laughs> like, oh, so like, do you work a nine to five? Like, you have a job? And I go, yeah. And he goes, I don't know if that's going to work because, you know, I got to do my podcast and oh God, fuck you, dude. <laughs> and and then, and then I saw what the apartment looked like on. He was like, Oh my God. It's like one of those people who's like, um, who, uh, you know, you ask them what you did this weekend and they, they find a reason to bring up the fact that they have a fiance where it's like, but it, for him, it's a podcast. <laughs> for him, for him it's, it's, a, a it's a podcast he's been doing for years. They like, he still doesn't have a YouTube channel. And his Patreon ain't making shit. Nobody fucking nobody gives a shit about political ideology podcasting anymore. Chapo was the only one. Chapo was the only one that was able to break. And it was through. gay, and it was and also it, astroturf too. By fucking a bunch of dark. Chapo, Chapo is the most astroturf bullshit I've ever seen. Those motherfuckers, uh, Will Miniker and Felix Biederman, the Jew, like the Jew Jews. <laughs> They're also rich kids. They're like they were yeah. well connected well before that show. They're rich as fuck, and that whole show was like this weird, like you know, it was at the right time it was like Bernie and socialism was getting popular, and yeah, the whole show is definitely astroturf because like none of it makes any sense. You're talking about like the ugliest, most unappealing voices I've ever heard are the number one show on Patreon for like six years until Matt and Shane come along. Get the fuck out of here. You're going to tell me that's not a side. Sensing, sensing a fucking pattern. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm picking it up, dude. Tim yeah. Dillon. Uh, what, what else we got here? What else we got here? What are the beers we got? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> they shield pretty good. Yeah. We don't know the shadowy alleyways that the teal bucks are moving through. We don't know where <laughs> yeah, the yeah. teal bucks are coming and going. Adam's girlfriend, what's that fucking? Oh yeah, scare? dude, those two retards. They yeah. started socialist. They hopped on the Bernie train, and now they're full right wing. They're full like. Are they? I don't even know. I don't follow them, but oh, they suck. But they're hanging out with Alex Jones, and they're very like trad cath, like right wing, very like, based, based, very based, not cringe, very based. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's like it's so crazy to watch all this all this shit happen over the years. Like, I feel like you, Scott, you and I have talked about this, like the death of history, like the yeah, that, oh yeah, yeah, uh, Francis Fukuyama, dude. Yeah, and, and it's <laughs> it's weird because like time keeps moving. Mm -hmm. I get whiplash when I think about like how much has happened in the last seven years and seemingly how also nothing has changed. Yeah. Nothing ever happens. Yeah. Like, like 
I think I think back on like like Bernie was like seven years ago. Like all this like so much is happening, and it feels like. Or for me, it was Ron Paul was, uh, let's see, way more than seven years ago, but you know, like 10, 12 years ago now for me, but yeah, no, that was, I, that still feels like five seconds ago to me as well. Yeah. Like there's so much happening and it doesn't seem like that anything has any staying power or anything is like the needle's not moving on anything. And, yeah. and then you think back to like all these cultural moments, like those shows getting popular, like come town, Chapo, Red Scare, Bernie, uh the trump the first trump campaign like all this, oh my like, god dude all this shit's happening and it, it feels like we're but we're still stagnant and then you think about it and you're like wait has it really has this much time really gone by has it been like fucking seven years already there's a theory that we all died on 9 11 i believe it i could be i've thought about it like did you did you guys see that third season of twin peaks I didn't uh, actually. The uh, oh, the new one, you mean? No, I yeah, didn't yeah. watch it. So the eighth, the, the, the and trust me, I, I'm gonna tie. I'm gonna connect these dots. I listen. I like. I liked. You know, I'll be honest. I was never a, a Twin Peaks guy, but overall, David Lynch, I do enjoy. So David Lynch rocks. You see, he just opened a bar in New York based on Mulholland Drive. All right. <laughs> yeah, I know it's uh, yeah, really corny <laughs> shit. <laughs> Um, I don't know if it's real or not. I saw it on. Twitter. I watched that the first time and I was like, "Wow, that was pretty cool." I'm like, and you know, you spend you spend the move like the next few like days being like, maybe this means this, and like the blue key it symbolizes her death and all this shit. And it's like the fact that they switch. It's all really about the Hollywood system, man. And then like days and months go by and you're like, "Yeah, that was a great movie." And then you watch the movie again, and you're like, "This movie fucking sucks." I don't. I don't know if it's it. Well, here's the thing: the movies, it's a, it's a vibe movie. You just have to feel yeah, it, sure. you just vibe with it. Because I think, like, ultimately, what the movie is is he was making a TV show. He made yeah. the the first episode of a TV show, the pilot, and then it got pulled. And then he went, "Well, fuck it, we're making a movie now." Yeah, give me and some then, cigarettes. Yeah, give bring <laughs> me some cigarettes and a Coca Cola, all American <laughs> meal, cigarettes, Coca Cola, Bob's Big Boy. <laughs> We're making a movie now, and it's and then, and then like so he had this like hour pilot that's like cleaned up yeah. broadcast TV, and then like the second half of the movie is like the movie version of what he's doing, so it's like you know this like hodgepodge of shit that he had to like cobble together, mm-hmm. just because like the thing he was doing got ripped out from under him, and he just was like, well, I'll just I'll make it anyway, so I'll make it <laughs> fucked up, yeah. Because I went to a screening of that movie years ago where the cinematographer did a Q&A afterward. What did he have to say? And somebody asked him, I'm sure, and I'm sure like anyone involved with that movie gets asked this question, but somebody asked him like, what, so did David ever like say what this movie's even about? And the cinematographer, uh, Peter Deming, he just, he was like, you know, the rule on set was just don't ask. <laughs> He's like he, David. Made it, <laughs> David made it pretty clear to just not ask that question. So, like, I don't even think David Lynch had any idea what right. really what what he was even supposed to be about, because he he kind of has this like armor that he shields himself with when it comes to storytelling, where he's like hipster army, hipster it's dream armor. logic. It's like yeah, a dream. Right. So it's you know, 
He just gets away with anything. Don't get hung up on the details, yeah. except the ones that I care about. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like when you have a dream and everything makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's Twin Peaks right there. So, yeah, so in, in the eighth... The third ep- season, yeah, you were saying. The third season of Twin Peaks, the eighth episode, uh, starts with a Nine Inch Nails concert. But awesome. And then... Big uh, fan, by the way. Yeah, you would yeah, love yeah. this. Shout out to Nine Inch Nails. Shout out to Nine Inch Nails. Shout out Trent Reznor. Yeah, so then that, and so then there, there's like the sequence of events that take place the like during the vampire. That is, <laughs> now you're trolling Pumpkins. me. <laughs> that is Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> Whoops. Um, so there's this. Today is the greatest. <laughs> My favorite Nine Inch Nails song. Yes. Today yeah, is the greatest. Day. Now we're cooking. Um. Yeah. So then, like after like ten minutes or whatever, we go. We do a flashback. White Sands, New Mexico, 1945. The okay. first Trinity test. And so then the the bomb explodes. And from there, it it's it's like indescribable what happens for the next hour. Yeah, it's exploding. A bunch of David Lynch shit happens. A bunch of David Lynch shit happens, and the camera <laughs> yeah. just does this like anxiety-inducing like zoom in on the explosion. And as it as it zooms in further and further, we get into like I guess like the subatomic realm of what's happening in this explosion. And I think, like, ultimately what's being suggested is that, like, this moment in which the bomb is is, is detonated for the first time has ripped open a schism in reality that <laughs> has allowed this great evil Bob to, like, come through mm-hmm. and, and be a part of Earth. So it's, like, it's it's, like, altered reality in some fundamental way that the trajectory of human history moving forward is now influenced by whatever this like schism that was created by the bomb, mm. the evil of the bomb, like whatever it unleashed. And so I think that ha- that's also, that also happened on nine 11. Something, yeah. something like that. <laughs> I think that's like, probably what happened. Yeah. I think nine 11, uh, you could, you can make the argument that at least metaphysically, like psychically what it did to us. The terrorists was, won. The terrorists won that day, uh, but it like it not, I think nine eleven definitely. Yeah, well, it's MK Ultra worldwide. We all were forced to watch this uh, like video of it, very um, dramatic or what do you call it? It's a traumatizing video, and um, and then they did a bunch of um, like society changing new rules and regulations in our lives that affected us all at a very individual level, and we all accepted it because of the you know. Um, uh, every time we were doubting it, we would go. They would go. Oh, well, don't you remember nine eleven? Remember how remember horrible that was? Yeah, yeah, the Iraq invasion. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's like, not. It's it's MK Ultra shit. Because because look at the direction globally. Kevin, by the way, thank you for your service. Kevin, thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you for your service, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin has never. Um, I don't think Kevin's ever met uh, anyone in the military. <laughs> Kevin looking like a five star general. <laughs> An Israeli five star general. Internet's not working. You uh, look like Chris Kyle right now, bro. Yeah, Kevin does look like Chris Kyle. <laughs> um, you should hold a hold a baby doll, and then I'll really get to see you. And I'll see why. It's like if you if you look at the direction we were headed prior to nine eleven, like culturally where things were moving. 
people were it was like the 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 prevalent sentiment globally or at least in america culturally was like ennui and apathy and some like desire to escape the mundanity of stability and comfort like we were so comfortable that the biggest movies at the time were like it was like fight club where it's like matrix yeah the matrix yeah where it's like do you hate how awesome life is escape escape how i i I feel like that that's a young person's perspective on it. I am not much older than you, but I've done a lot of research, historical research of that era. And um, that era was fucking crazy, actually, in the 90s. There was like uh, an entire, the whole right right wing half of the country was basically like, we're going to get our own country, fuck minorities. We're going to have a white ethno state. Um, no, not much is changed. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> closer to that now yeah. than, than it was at that time. Way closer. And, well, yeah, they they uh, the they did a bunch of well, they I mean there was you know Waco and and the Ruby Ridge and then and then the Oklahoma City bombing well, really put yeah. a put a um, put a uh, uh, an end on that basically by making all these uh, militia guys seem crazy because they associated them with Timothy McVeigh. But Timothy McVeigh sure. was MK Ultra. Timothy McVeigh. And by the way, I I think it was fucked up what he did. I don't think he would have done it if he knew there were kids in the building. If he knew there were children there, I don't <laughs> think. I think. I read an entire book on it. I recommend it. It's called um, uh, Aberrations in the Heartland of the Real. He didn't know there was kids in the building. <laughs> he did know there was kids. I in the said no. But he wasn't the only bomber. He wasn't the only bomber. Um, there was definitely more bombs in the building than there were than were the truck. He only delivered the truck, um, and then there was actually bombs all throughout the building. Um, also, uh, the there's so much more to that fucking story, dude. Um, he had like a fucking chip embedded in him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, another thing was uh, there was a uh, there was a bunch of uh, FBI and CIA informants. Uh, living at a um, living Bunch at a, a white white supremacist compound, um, somewhat nearby, and Timothy McVeigh had called there that day, um, uh, prior to it, and they didn't investigate any of them. Go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, there's a whole there's a whole litany of things going on with that incident. And you look uh, like the it, kind of guy that wears gloves. You wearing gloves? No, man. Sal <laughs> Sal really knows how to stay on topic. <laughs> Sal really keeps things chugging along with his. Hold on. His little chime-ins. <laughs> he thought it was all white sure. supremacists that blew up that building? Timothy McVeigh was supposedly, you know, some sort of white supremacist. Yeah, he yeah, had a I membership to the... He the... Was... Do what? Uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, uh... I, say, I, I say that I believe that, yeah, he was a white supremacist, but you think that, like, that whole building was... Strapped down with bombs from other white supremacists? No, it was feds. It was the government that did that. Yeah. Okay. Let me hear what you're talking about with that, because I haven't heard this side of it. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know if you know this, but um, the uh, the Air Force actually tried to recreate. They built a scale model of, not a scale model, an actual 100% reproduction of the building and tried to do an experiment to try to recreate the explosion using the same bomb and um, and the same positioning of the bomb, and they weren't able to get it to happen again. 
um and this is go ahead look at this on wikipedia it's it's there and you know the the you know it's all official information the the, the air force put out a report saying the bomb that Timothy McVeigh supposedly brought there was not enough to actually destroy the building as it was destroyed. Um, what was the building made out of? Steel beams? The same shit buildings are normally made out of. Steel beams. Cement. <laughs> and them same steel beams that I Twin guess. Towers are made of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was steel beams either. That's the thing. But even still, that's even more how fucked up it is. It didn't need steel beams to not be able to be blown up by one rider truck packed full of here's the problem is the explosion in um uh in ammonia well, nitrate you, well, you and can't fuel blow oil. Steel beams. I know oh. well, it's there, they weren't there. But um regardless, uh the ANFO, they call it uh, ammonia nitrate and fuel oil, it it has the way it explodes is there's no like fire, it's an air burst that goes outwards. And that wouldn't be able to does so it doesn't matter. It it wouldn't fucking have blown air. up the building. Air can't blow up a fucking building, is what I'm trying These to say. Terrorists. So they had to have shit on the support beams to actually get the whole thing to fall down. Tony, these terrorists, they mastered all the elements. <laughs> <laughs> They're working with earth, wind, and fire, Tony. <laughs> uh so, so yeah, look into that. That's uh, Kevin, check what out are your the military documentary a noble lie. Wait, what? <laughs> what happened? I don't know. What I was saying though is yeah. nineteen ninety nine. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the gold the good old days. There did seem to be this something happening. Psychic. Yeah, it was Freddie got fingered. In we talked about that, Dalton. Like, where when you see home videos from that time, it, it almost seems like a different universe. It's the, it all of it seems like a different universe, and it seems like culturally there was this this like this weird um, just sentiment that everybody had because like my like my favorite movie from that time is probably like Office Space, and like what is the plot of that movie? It's like a guy with a really good job mm-hmm. hates his job, and he's like, man, I like. The the mundanity of this job is killing me. Like, yeah. And you look back on it now, and it's you, nowadays like people look at that and go, "I would kill for that kind of stability." Yeah. I mean, it's well, a it's lot, the, I mean, it is a yeah. lot in the movie where yeah, the, that the, did seem like a nice job. Yeah, the the a lot <laughs> in the sure. movie, that Middle Eastern guy is like, it would be nice to have that kind of job security. <laughs> you know, so like there, that was in the movie a little bit, but like the premise of the movie was like. This very like stick it to the man attitude. Like don't. Well, um, the uh, d- the movie going audience at that time was baby boomers, dude. And what is their fucking whole thing? We have it amazing. We are bored of it, and we f- fuck you. We not giving you any of it. We're not. Yeah, but it's just it's just weird how like at that time it was all like middle class and middle upper middle class people. Well, bro, look at the scene where they go to the restaurant in that movie. What is, what is it? Shysters or whatever they go to? Tchotchkes. And look how fucking nice that restaurant looks. You can't find that now, bro. No. You cannot find no, that. No, all those, all those like mid-level uh, sit-down dining rooms. Definitely not going to find Jennifer Aniston working in Definitely not going to find Jennifer Aniston working All those mid-level... Um... She's also Jewish, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, she's got them big juice. <laughs> all those kinds of restaurants now, like Chili's and Applebee's and Red Lobster, all that, they're like, everybody's priced out of it now. I don't think Red Lobster was ever like a good restaurant. It used no. to be. I don't know. It's never been here. I wouldn't know. I'm from the Northeast. We have real lobster. Yeah, yeah, red lobster used to be the growing, medical, growing up down south. Red lobster was like the fanciest it got for a long time. Oh shit! Huh? Okay. Yeah, it was. It was like 
you know, when Red Lobster hit, it was it was like, okay, once a year, maybe, you know, the family might go to Red Lobster because like the idea of that kind of like eating that kind of seafood and like what it cost and the presentation, it did feel fancy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But now the buffet and stuff. Yeah. They didn't have a buffet, did they? Every like, restaurant used to have a buffet. No, Red Lobster. Buffets were a very 90s Lobster thing. did not uh, have a buffet. A lot of places tried out. You, you know, he saw it at the buffet. Your your memory is fuzzy from how fat you are. That you you just <laughs> no, think bro, every, a lot of places had buffets and stuff. Red Lobster. They had, ever, I think Red Lobster always had the all you can eat shrimp. Red Lobster would have shrimp fest. You shrimp know, fest. I pronounce bro, it. Look it up. God damn it. How Red Lobster. That? You're thinking of Pizza Hut. You're like Scrimps. 13 pounds lighter than me, Dalton. So I'm still I'm still skinnier than you are. Fucking thousand pound sister looking motherfucker. <laughs> I pay my bills. My bills are paid. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but now he's always that, thirsty. All that, all those restaurants, <laughs> like the quality of everything is is declined and the price has gone up. So that's because the US dollar has declined. Oh, dude. I've been yeah, I've been getting into crypto lately. Like no investments yet, but just studying it and sure. like you know when you really start it's a ponzi scheme <laughs> it's 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 all a scam but then like the thing that i've come to realize in, in my um crypto research my just interest in it and like trying mm-hmm. to learn learn the language of cryptography money. if you will cryptography yes yeah trying to like learn the language of money the study it, of crypto <laughs> yeah it's always been a scam it's all like money itself like currency as we know it has always been this like you know, fugazi. It's always yeah. just this big like pyramid scheme. Except gold. Except for gold. But even gold, gold is, is the one true even, even gold religion. Like, uh, reli- yes, religion is maybe <laughs> the one true uh currency. Yep. But it's like it's like all of these things, you know, exist have any sort of value because we say they do, right? And I think with like money itself, the way we understand currency, like you know, like if you watch one of any one of these money movies, like The Big Short, you kind of you kind of like realize that the way the economy works, the way money itself operates, is it's purposefully made to be confusing and inaccessible, so that like the common man get, like cannot you know make any gains with it. I think that's only in the 20th century. I think prior to that, or the later 20th century, because I think prior to that, if you just saved your money, you'd be coming out on top. Sure. Okay, so they they didn't have a buffet, but they did almost go bankrupt during the unlimited shrimp uh, deal. <laughs> I saw the headline. <laughs> Under and I said, she. Well, dude, people she. were like, challenge accepted. Yeah, but like, yeah, and if you watch any of these money movies or try to like wrap your head around money in any way. Yeah, that's what got me into libertarianism, dude. Yeah, you start to you start to realize that the language libertarian, ex libertarian. Oh, yeah. well, who's the candidate for that? I don't know. I haven't been a part of that for fucking since <laughs> before Trump. Harambe. Hopefully, that's a good candidate. It's probably better than the last person they picked. I want to <laughs> see how many votes Harambe gets still again this year. Probably none. Dude, uh, no, he gets votes every year. Harambe isn't it a female? No, Harambe was a guy. Harambe yeah. was the gorilla that killed the Cincinnati. He was yeah. a tranny. We know who Harambe is. I guess like the question is, are we are we doing tran- transvestigations on Harambe? Hiramshi. <laughs> Hiramshi. <laughs> Hiramshi. Harambe. Harambe. 
<laughs> Harambe. There you go. <laughs> B A E. Yes. Harambe. <laughs> no, Harambe. Harambe. He's gone binary. <laughs> Harambe. <laughs> um but yeah something i really like talking to these because I, I was talking to these crypto guys the other night and we were talking for like an hour, hour so and you half. were on coke <laughs> i was on cocaine yeah i was on coke molly uh i was you know hanging out with the crypto bros and like that's they, the only way i could bear listening to to talk about crypto is if dude, I was on coke. they are something about crypto i don't know what it is about crypto and i guess this is like anything to do with finance like when you get really into like the stock market or any of this shit it's so it, boring it's all consuming for these people it's like it gets its hooks in them and they, it becomes their entire life like their their yeah. raison dutch their the reason for meaning becomes cryptocurrency because like that's all they wanted to talk about and for an hour and a half they just kept talking like talking about crypto and all these different investments they were making and all this shit going on with it. And then like the entire conversation, like by the end of it, I was like, guys, I'm, I'm further away from understanding any of this. than I was prior to this conversation. I was like, you guys just said a bunch of words. I've like made up words, like shit that I've never heard before that none of it made any sense. And I, I, I like truly don't understand any of this. And it just, it kind of made me realize that like the, the whole economic system itself, that crypto is a response to yep is like the same thing like if you watch you know if you watch the big short that scene where christian bale goes to that uh goes to goldman sachs and he's like i want to buy 100 million credit default swaps and the bank is like oh sure yeah right away sir and it's it's like what what the fuck is he buying what the fuck what does that mean like you don't have any of those what is the transact you don't you have some credit default swaps so yeah we we, uh we opened a couple when uh Back when I had an inheritance. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, I've no fucking <laughs> idea. No. Well, I have no idea what they are either. No, yeah. That whole movie, I think the, like the the thesis of that movie, like what it's trying to get across. Because you have is, to be Jewish too. And is that you have to be Jewish. Oh, you've got them? To succeed. <laughs> no, I think no, like. No, I'm that, left out. I told you my dad is the Jew. I think that yeah, movie, oh, so Wolf left. of Wall Street, Wizard of Lies, like all these movies about when the economy went tits up, like what caused it, like the, the forces at play, I think like really what they're illustrating is that all, like all of it makes no sense. It's all yeah. designed. Stay out, Goy. Yeah, stay out, Goy. It's all designed <laughs> to be as baffling as and inaccessible as possible. Because if you ever, if you ever get a grip on it, you'll realize like, Oh, none of this is real. None of this. None of this is real. I'm just it's, imagining uh, Christian. None Bell of this is real. None of this is real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like the same with crypto. When like, I got two guys telling me like, yeah, I bought two ducks at 19 AVAX each, and then the next day they were worth 23 AVAX. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, what's an A? What does this mean? Ducks? What's an AVAX? Like, what the fuck that's, is? It? That's some fucked up shit. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. So it's that, a, well, basically, this is what they're doing. I'll tell you what the what, let me give you the real skinny on what's going on. They're saying all these words for you to be like, oh, this is really complicated. They must know what they're talking about. I better invest in what they are talking about. And then you buy a bunch of their shit. Hopefully they get to who all the people. If you're listening, was this on the show? That you talked to these this guys? was just on Twitter. It was just oh, me okay, playing okay. around Twitter. He's hoping that the people in your in your mention or who are following you are going to see that and be like, 
oh, these guys are onto something. I should invest in this. And then once the price gets up to a certain predetermined point, they sell everything and everyone else is holding the bag. That's what's yes. going on. Yeah, and it was, but that's it was. It's the same with the economy already. Like, yes, correct. The the, the it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think they say. Yeah, the thing that crypto exists as a response to is, is it, it it's switch, the, the same thing. It's it's just this like confusing house of cards that just exists. So the people that like control it, they can manipulate it. They cool understand it. Cool it. it with the anti-Semitism. I'm not being anti. I'm not being <laughs> anti-Semitic. Jordan know, just is Jordan Belfort Jewish? Uh, yes, he was. Okay, well then maybe, maybe <laughs> I am. <laughs> but like they understand it, and so they know how to like influence people to do what they want to do. So they yeah. would think it was. They have a way of it doing that. <laughs> Dude, by the way, the, like the the housing crisis, the two thousand eight shit, where all those people yeah. were betting against the housing market. So like they're they're betting they 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 want things to fucking go tits up. Okay, but uh, yeah, I, I'll defend them a tiny sliver here on that. They knew it was going a, 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 just a schmeckle, just a schmeckle. Um, uh, no, um, to be fair though, they did know that it was going to collapse. So what are you going to do? I'm going down with this ship because it's the honorable Caucasian thing to do. No, of course not. They're going to go. I quick get some money while they still something to get. Right. Um. Oh, I guess we gotta switch hey, to the Patreon. Yeah, break it up. Why? Well, we were, Bust we were it up, on, boys. Such a roll. No, 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 so break it up so we can have something for the Patreon. Okay. Yeah, right. well, we can talk about, gotta have a Patreon. The, so, okay, we're going over the Patreon now. When we over on the Patreon, I'll talk about Yu-Gi-Oh the entire okay, time. Okay, Yu-Gi-Oh. Um. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna go to the page. I wanted to. But the thing here, we're gonna get to Yugi on the Patreon. Let me wrap up this thought because yeah. the thing, the thing that Please. really disturbed me talking to these crypto guys is like they were talking about money itself the way that those uh, big short guys talked about the housing market. Like the way what they were pitching to me was basically they are in, in through investing in crypto and this sort of like casino economy that we exist in. They are essentially betting against money itself they want that they want the dollar to collapse and it's because when it does all these crypto investments are going to be worth everything all these fucking megan motherfuckers are going to yeah maybe i mean maybe i don't know i i don't know that that's true that's just very speculative on their behalf i don't especially if it's not all one crypto one type of coin and they're especially if they're trying to do some scam with docs and all this other shit yeah definitely not well, one of them one of them even told me and he said this like he was giddy when he was talking about this like he was excited at the at the prospect of this he was like yeah the ceo of blackrock is talking about larry fink yeah larry fink he was like the ceo of blackrock is talking about tokenizing the global assets and i go wait a minute are you telling me that he wants to convert real world assets like physical things and tokenize them into cryptocurrency to to like create a new economy is that what like, is that what you're saying and he was like yeah dude it's an exciting time and i'm like do you understand this is blackrock you're talking about you're like you're you're standing for blackrock right now <laughs> you're stoked yeah on i stand with blackrock i guess we said we all stand we have to they own everything back, Schwartz, back to blackrock Schwartz rock i back the yeah. black anyway that's you know that's the crypto corner for this week uh folks we're going to go over to the Patreon, patreon.com 
slash corn fed with Dalton Pruitt. Uh, as little as as little as five dollars a month will get you the uh, access to all the premium episodes and bonus content. We also have a ten dollar tier, fifteen dollar, twenty five dollar tier. You know the drill, folks. You know the rules. Uh, Patreon.com slash corn fed with Dalton Pruitt and uh, stop. Oh,